Get Hallers. Let's get Hallin. But first, a couple quick warnings. First warning, this podcast contains adult content. Don't be a pixie. Second warning, this podcast contains spoilers for the entire Red Rising saga. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us howlerpod at gmail.com. Visit us at howlerpod.com and rate and review us. Five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only, then we will steal your grandson and put him in a, a bag and fly away with him. <laughs> and now, Howler Pod. Oh! Welcome to HowlerPod, your podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. Ow, ow! I am your host, Ben Reinert. I am joined today, as always, by the amazing Aaron Ayers. Hello, Howlers. And we have a special guest joining us for the Golden Sun book draft. Welcome our wise and wonderful researcher, Heather Madsen. Hello, Howlers. Hello, Heather. So happy to have you back. Happy to be here. So uh, tell the Howlers what you're up to. How's school going? Drowning in work. Really <laughs> struggling. But it's okay. I'll make it I through. Like that, I like that Ben just laughs at that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel it. I feel it's that too pain. relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm certainly happy to be done with school and uh and now uh you've changed majors you're now going to save the sharks as a marine yeah. biologist yes i am hopefully Amazing. i think that'll resonate with everybody I who love doesn't that. love sharks we definitely need the oceans need your help so yeah they really do suck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> truth i'm glad that you're on the job um, okay, we're going to be doing the Golden Sun book draft. Let's do it. What a great book. Came out in 2015. Heather, what were you up to in 2015? Um, I was in eighth grade. Yeah. Why did you <laughs> Why would you ask that? <laughs> yeah, me too. I take that back. Let's moving on <laughs> to our... <laughs> Draft. I bet you middle school is not a good time for anyone. No, so it's really just an L for me. Uh, I know. I've never seen like a cool middle schooler. No, they don't weird, exist. It's a weird moment. You're very awkward at that age for sure. It's it's a path we all must uh, cross. It's the Rubicon yeah, of life. It's it's really like golden sun. Of yeah, that's true. Our just lives got to pass through to get to the other side. <laughs> So let's pass through Golden Sun. Yeah, what was your experience reading Golden Sun for the first time? Didn't you kind of, you read most of the series all at once, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I read, um, I start, the beginning was a little slow. I was really, obviously it's not slow, but I was sad that Darrow was losing. I was like, this isn't mm -hmm. the Darrow I know, but obviously it's really captivating. And I read it probably in like two days. 
Um, and I was very happy that I had ordered Morningstar right away <laughs> yeah. so that I could read it <laughs> because I was definitely publicly screaming at the end. Um, <laughs> and I needed to start right away. Yeah. It was just continuous reading for that entire time span. My dog was not happy with me. Yeah. I read it very quickly as well the first time I got but it. Then you didn't have. And I finished it in like 2.30 in the morning and I was just like screaming in existential pain from the And then ending. you had to wait for the next book. And then, yeah, I actually had to wait for Morningstar to come out. So yeah. it was tough. That's devastating. I don't know that I could have done it. <laughs> no, thanks. No. <laughs> but was it as long of a wait as we're waiting right now for book six? No, it was only like a year. He he was pretty fast with that one. Yeah, I was I was saying the other day, like it must be so hard to write book six with like such a huge fan base and everyone like throwing out all their hopes and dreams for what they want to happen. Yeah. You really want to stick that landing? <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I appreciate that he takes his time. I I feel like Pierce isn't following the crowd he's probably turned his phone on airplane mode and it's like whatever yeah. the people want fuck that. <laughs> right right that's what he should do yeah he's clearly not afraid i mean he threw out a portion of the book already and went back and started working on it again so that's cool um he just wants to make the best thing possible so i hope he knows we'll love him no matter what exactly yeah unless everyone dies then maybe not <laughs> 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 I might take that back. We'll have a stern yeah. talking to with him. Yes. And then we'll we'll ultimately forgive him, I think. But I think so. Should we determine the order? Let's do it. All right. Let's get into this draft. Okay, my eyes are closed. Aaron's so eyes are closed. Point that out. Ben, you're first. Wow. wow. See, I really wasn't cheating. <laughs> Exciting he knows, stuff. He knows I'm not cheating if I chose him first. <laughs> then Heather. You're last. I think I'm last. Okay. Last but not least. Unless you so then put two of his names in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, you put my name last in twice. Last time I put her name in twice. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> Aaron and then Aaron. Aaron, oh. nice. Yeah. I'll go twice. Okay, Golden Sun. Ben, round one. Yes, Let's a quick refresher for how this is going to work, just in case you haven't listened yet. We are going to draft moments from the book Golden Sun in certain categories. Those categories are comedy, action, drama, twist or what the fuck moment, most impactful death, and then wild card, which can be anything. And our guest category today is character shift moment. Nice. Okay. Whereas Aaron likes to call it shifting sand moment. <laughs> the, sh the shifting <laughs> sand. Ooh, I actually like the that. Shifting sand. <laughs> the shifting oh, you sand like it moment. when Heather yeah, you like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, now I didn't, you like it. You didn't it. say shifting sands moment. You were just saying the like nebulously sands. the shifting sands. Yeah, but Heather put it all together for me. Thank you. <laughs> so the shifting sands. That's okay. what it is. Uh, we'll we'll ring the bell. Ding ding. And we will our official bell. start the draft <laughs> with round one. And you've never gone first. How does I know. this feel? I'm I don't know what to do now. I think I'm gonna take the the twist that Darrow is the student of Lorne Arcos. <gasps> you bastard. <laughs> I mean, just an amazing 
moment in the books, there's all these little uh, signifiers like foreshadowing along the way that you don't catch the first time you read it, but are really great the second time around. And then just that moment of intensity from Darrow, how he's just calling out Cassius and in front of his entire family, stomping around on the table. I think we can all just see this in our mind. And then that perfect moment where he's like... He's like feigning that Cassius is going to beat him. (laughs) Yeah. And then he says, like, uh, she's not the last student of Arcos or whatever. It's kind of like um, Wesley in The Princess Bride. Heather, are you too young to have seen no, the I've Princess s- Bride? No, I've seen the okay, Princess Bride. <laughs> Just making sure. Yes, this is a but Princess Bride like, moment. I'm not really left-handed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly what it is. And it's just such a great turn in the story. And then, I mean, I love Cassius, but he deserves this in this moment. This helps shape him <laughs> into a more well-rounded... Yes. He, yeah. he needed to grow a little he bit. He needed to go he through middle school. Regrow an arm. Yes. yes. <laughs> he also needed to regrow an arm and he needed to be humbled. And yes. ultimately, he's come out a better man as a result. Sure has. So that's going to be my, my twist moment. That's a pretty good one. Yes. It's definitely one that I circled. Okay. Okay, Heather. Heather. Well, I'm obviously going to go with. The better twist moment. Of <laughs> <revealing> <laughs> I like this Fitch, strategy. Fitchner Just like attack as, you right away. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Fitchner being Aries. Mm, biggest mm. twist of the book. Because here we Man, are. Heather's in coming in hot. <laughs> about to die. And then Air- Fitchner just comes in, saves the day, keeps Darrow alive. That was definitely a close death experience. And without mm-hmm. that, like, I, I don't know. When I originally read that, I was completely shocked. Could never have predicted that. Whereas, like, with Darrow in the duel, like, I was like, he, he'll, he's probably going to be die. But, like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have entered that situation unless he had a pathway out of it. Whereas yeah. this was really a last-ditch effort to catch Octavia before she escaped Mars. And there was no other way out other than that reveal. So and I it's would such say a good reveal, twist. like you know, brings a tear to your eye. Like, yeah, no boyo, it's me. Like, it's always been me. Like, yeah, that line, and then the like Wolfhelm popping yes. up, and then like just falling out of the ship. Amazing. All of that's awesome. Blowing up the ship. Well, I'm gonna. Well, that's a pretty good choice, I guess. I'm gonna take <laughs> Heather's lead here, <laughs> and I'm gonna bite at y'all's heels, and also go with twist. <laughs> I like this strategy. It's pretty aggressive, and I'm gonna go with uh, Darrow's triumph, not being so triumphant, mm. and uh, getting needle pricked, yeah. and you know, Fitcher's heads in a box, and everyone fucking dies. Three great twists. I would say so. Wow. I mean, did your first your first read? You're like, I only have you know a inch worth of pages left. Oh yeah, you're like, this is gonna end this happily. This is gonna be great. great. We have a triumph again. <laughs> yeah. We know we know how this works, you know. <laughs> and then nope, uh, Roke <laughs> is a dick. <laughs> That's the twist. <laughs> and and you are in pain for, you know, however long it takes you to pick up. The yeah. Next book. 
for however long know. it takes you to find Morningstar. <laughs> and those first couple chapters of Morningstar, too, they're not, uh, they're not exactly joyful. Yes. They're not pretty. The pain continues, yes. It gets even darker. And I hate, like, the long toenails. Ugh. time, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Him being, like, his, with the beard and just, like, all skinny and stuff. Just yeah. somebody should draw that. I want to see Darrow in be, like a good idea. view from above when they yeah. open the table. I think that could be we'll really have to call to artists. Yeah, we'll have to talk to <laughs> Miles about that. Or any artist. All artists. Whoever has time. Yeah. Yeah, if you have some time, just draw something. <laughs> it's like, what else are you doing? It's Halloween. We need scary decorations. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good. Like eagle's eye, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys going for as Halloween this year? For Halloween. I I for the first time in my life have to do a couple's costume. Not have to do, but get to do a couple's costume. <laughs> Yay. Uh, ben loves Halloween, that's what by the he way. Meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> and he's normally Han Solo. No, that's not normally. I mean I've done that once. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Uh, but no, I mean, I usually go pretty hard for Halloween, but we're having a hard time deciding. So That's if right. you have any ideas um, for I Ben. I actually have negative ideas, but I did see three people dressed up in blow up pig costumes as the three little pigs. And I really liked that. Nice. That's but cute. Do you have an idea for what you're doing? <laughs> I'm going to be in D.C. for a Model UN conference. So I think I have mm. to dress like a businesswoman. <laughs> unfortunate but <laughs> maybe when i get back to campus i'll have an idea get some shoulder pads yeah For to be a business yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, my my husband wants to be jesus so i guess i might be mary or something mary. i don't know wow. something so well, that sounds really which, which <laughs> Ma- mary mary magdalene but yeah probably the mom mary <laughs> Does he need to borrow it's my costume? Well, he's got the beard already. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Just needs some we'll slides. See. Probably then... can't post on Facebook, though, because my family. <laughs> yeah, I don't think your family would like that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to this episode. Sorry, Barb. That's Ben's mom. <laughs> okay. Round two. It's me. Aaron's turn. Because it's snake style, and I forgot that I have to go twice in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go hard. Uh, because you guys are tough competitors and I'm going to go with drama in the gala, the gala gala. Okay. Uh, This is the best scene in the book. Everyone knows it. And high, high drama. I mean like Darrow stomping on peas, kicking over decanters. Whether Um, he's going to suicide bomb or not. Well, yeah, the, the, before the stomping on peas, we think, oh, no, he's going to blow everyone up. And then that's the end of the book because mm-hmm. <laughs> we lose Darrow. But no, he um, he fucking shows up. He yells at everybody. It's amazing. He wins back his patronage from Nero and Dixon Cassius. It's pretty awesome. Gala Gala for drama. Gala Gala is a classic. Heather, you're up. Okay. I think... One of the most dramatic scenes in Golden Sun, that's the book we're talking about, (laughs) 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 is when Darrow is um, 
playing Octavia's game with the mm. Oracle. And yes. he forces Octavia to reveal her plan to assassinate um, Nero and the Augustuses in front of Mustang. Because I think that really trips up the entire plan. And even though like, we know that Mustang is doing all of the um, association creating those associations with the um, loons and the Bolognas for the protection of the Augustuses. Darrow doesn't know that. And so that's a huge game changer from his perspective. And I think that's one of the most dramatic points. And that's when we first see the Oracle. And uh, it's, it's super dramatic when like Aja can tell when his uh, heartbeat increases. Mm -hmm. I would not be and good the fact at that, that game. Fitchner's there. Fitchner's there. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's got to keep his cool. You were sneaky with this one. I was wanting to take this one. Yeah. Well. Was this on the list? This was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. On Ben's list. Sorry, Ben. Looks I was like trying to be sneaky. I was, I was going to be sneaky and steal that one from you guys. Looks but like you're losing. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, only the fans can tell. But <laughs> yes, yes. In our minds, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a nice way to say your You guys life. are great. I love hanging out with both of you. <laughs> All right, Ben. Good luck not losing more. Here we go. Okay, I've got back-to-back picks. So I'm going to take action sequence. Okay. Iron Rain. Oh, I mean, tell us about it. I think this pretty much speaks for itself, but just... One, obviously one of the like most cinematic sequences, a beautiful little piece of writing here from Pierce, especially when they're getting loaded into the spit tubes. We have that moment where everybody's on the comms, uh, having their final conversation and like wishing each other luck and telling each other they love each other. And then they get shot out. And Darrow's imagery uh, that he describes as he's falling to Mars is just incredible. Like- bodies exploding next to yeah it's like looks like a winged (laughs) angel like flying across the sky and then all of a sudden it explodes (laughs) it's just and then he's gone shows you like the beauty but also just the horror horror of that moment as well and and the horror of war in that moment so um love the iron rain scene that's gonna be my action sequence that's a good one round three Man, ding, ding. and I'm then I'm gonna tie my drama moment into my action moment. Okay. And I'm gonna take okay. Darrow's speech, where he declares that they're sailing for Mars, and he's declaring an iron rain. Okay, and set it's like us the up. First iron rain in a while. So they've just gone to Pliny's ship, and like taken all their people back, mm-hmm. uh, killed Pliny, and then. He makes that awesome, awesome declaration that the Reaper sails for Mars and he declares an iron rain. Nice. So much drama. And we're like, what's that? (laughs) We're excited. All in the dark. (laughs) Great moment. All right. Heather, round three? Are we on round three? This is round three. Okay. Okay. I'm also going to go with action sequence. Um, I'm choosing the infiltration of the vanguard along with the speech commandeering the ship, turning the low colors against 
um, the captains and the whole meeting Ragnar because, like, first of all, we think Darrow's going to die. He's on a suicide <laughs> mission into the bridge. And then there are, like, thousands of enemies aboard and he doesn't want to vent the ship. So it's, like, the first test of his democratic ideals in, like, outside the Institute. And then we think it's all going to go to hell because of this massive man yeah. ends up being our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Ragnar. <laughs> so just an epic, an epic sequence. That, that sequence is incredible. So exciting. And uh, I love what you said about Ragnar. You just think like there's, it's funny how scared they are of him when he first shows up. Then he offers the stains and they're like, oh, okay. And several's like, you better say <laughs> yes. Like, say yes, say yes, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, this shows that Darrow isn't afraid to not fully pretend he's a gold. Like, he's pretending by saying, like, I could vent you, but I'm not like the other golds. And he also uses some, you know, psychology Uh around that kind of is the start of the rising as well, where he empowers those low colors to stand up. And he knows how it feels to be a low color, so Mm -hmm. he really knows what they want to hear and how to get him on his side. So it's a great one. And he also knows that people are watching him and they're going to be a little questionable about question what he's doing. And like, we see that with Augustus confronting him later, but he still decides to go for it and test the waters. I love that when Augustus like, are you a Democrat? (laughs) Democracy. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go funny. You got back to back picks. I'm gonna go comedy for round three. There's a couple great ones, but um, I'm gonna say when Fitchner pulls fist the jackal and says, hmm, "Pass, you're creepy," <laughs> yeah. and shoots him. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love it. Fitchner, like you know, slamming down into the ground, like, nah, being all badass. You're creepy. You're creepy. <laughs> And I like to see the jackal get pulse fist. Always a good time. I support this. I laughed out loud uh, the last time. And then Kavax is like, that I read this. I don't know what he says. Tomfoolery. I don't know. (laughs) 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 All right. Comedy. It's good for the soul. There's some other great funny moments too. I'll let you guys have a chance though. And then I'm going to go with uh the guest category character shift the shifting sands as you, as you will <laughs> the shifting sands the of shifting character of character feelings <laughs> um so i'm gonna go with the shiftiest motherfucker tactus mm. he shifts when he betrays darrow by stealing lysander and flying out of the ship mm-hmm. and then he shifts again this is a double shift character right when he asked Daryl for forgiveness before uh, getting armpit punched <laughs> by with a knife by uh, Lauren's razor, so is mm. it a knife? I yeah, I don't know. Armpit punch, not a good way to die. It seems bad. Um, but yeah, Tactus is like who Darrow sees is like this is how goals can change. So he really believes in it, and then Tactus proves him wrong by doing what he does but then he like comes back and and daryl's really like oh i'm gonna give him a chance so 
Yeah. Tactus is really the poster boy for this. For shifting. For shifting sand. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's torn he's between gotta... his upbringing and and Darrow's kindness to him. He he doesn't understand it. Yeah. He's got a volatile personality. He really takes this category. Mm-hmm. I think I think he got a winner there. Nice. All right. Okay. Heather, um, round four. I'm gonna go for most impactful deaths. And mm. I think that in the long run, it's Cassius's entire family. Dang. Because wow. Cassius obviously saves Dark Age. Um, and he probably wouldn't do that if he weren't pulled if if it weren't revealed to him the extreme depths of Octavia's evil mm-hmm. in agreeing to to let the jackal annihilate his family because obviously he holds his family super close. Like that's what estranged him from Tiro and Red Rising, the death of Julian. So this being even more severe than what Darrow had to do based on circumstances, I think yeah. drives him to change courses in Morningstar and continue down that path mm-hmm. in the second trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. We would be pretty screwed without Cassius turning coat. What a hero. Oh, that could have been a shifting sin. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't go through much. It's a later book, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Golden Sun, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is impactful. That's a good one. Future impacts. Is it my turn? It is. Wow. Round four. I'm going to go with my comedy moment here. And I am going to take the Antonia chlamydia joke. You love that. It's funny. <laughs> you bring it up all the time. It's funny every time. <laughs> it is. It never gets old. <laughs> this is, of course, from Fitchner, but Darrow says it. And he uh, just basically calls Antonia chlamydia. And it's funny, like I said, every single time. Nice. And he does a little misdirect. And then Antonia like takes the bait. And then he calls her chlamydia, which is even better. So it's quite the insult. <laughs> it's a tough one. I wouldn't for want her. to be called chlamydia. Honestly, she sucks, though. I mean, right? Yeah. So it's okay. Well, she does get her face destroyed, so that's exciting. You know, I did feel kind of bad for her with that one. And then strangled by Aja. Not yeah, a great her ending, way to go. I I don't feel great about that. But just making fun of her, that's, I'm okay with. Yeah. Okay. Okay, ding, ding, round five. Should we recap before round five? Yes, let's do it. Okay, Heather, read to us what you've picked so far in which category. Okay, so for twists, I picked Fitchner's Aries. For drama, I picked um, Darrow's forced reveal of Octavia's plans to murder the Augustuses. Um, For action sequence, I picked the infiltration of the Vanguard. And for most impactful death, I picked the death of Cassius's family. Damn. Dang. That's a good list. A whole family. Yeah. I was going to try that because I did that in one of our other drafts. You haven't done it yet because it's in the future. But I was going to try and do it again. (laughs) 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 Okay. So I went with comedy. I went with uh, Fitcher pulse fisting the jackal. You're Uh, creepy. mm, Pass, you're creepy. Drama, I've done the Gala Gala for obvious reasons. Twist, I went with Darrow's Triumph, Fitchner's Head in a Box. <laughs> for 
guest category, I went with Shifting Sands, Our Buddy Tactus. And then I have done my comedy moment was the chlamydia joke. My action sequence was the Iron Rain. My drama moment was Darrow's declaration of the Iron Rain. And my twist is Darrow is the student of Lorna Alakos. It's a good twist. Nice. Twist. Okay, round five, Ben. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I'm going to take my wild card moment now because I really want this moment and I think it's great. I'm going to go back to the drama category and I'm going to take Darrow and Mustang and Ragnar in the mines together after Darrow has revealed that he is a red that's been carved into a gold and there's like a whole standoff and Ragnar comes in and he's just such a pure soul stands by his friend and drops his razor yeah drops his razor it looks like it's going to get dicey there where we're going to have ragnar and mustang like fight for a second but no he jumps with his friend you know off the cliff off the cliff and he's he and he shows that what darrow's doing it's capable it's like of reaching even the obsidian right it's capable of changing people and that if you give them something to believe in that they will change and are capable of that change. So Ragnar, just, I, I freaking love you so much. It's great. This mm-hmm. could be a shifting sands for um, the rising. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. The shifting sands. <laughs> <laughs> or, I love it. Also, could have done the changing tides. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of illusions here. Yes. <laughs> the shifting sands, the changing the, tides, the changing of the guard. <laughs> I don't know. Shifting is that what that's called? No, I don't know. Changing. I don't know what it's called. They switch out. Okay. Heather, round five. Okay, I'm also going to go with wild card. And I'm going to wow. go with a similar time. Um, but I'm going to go with the um, sequence of Darrow's mom recognizing mm. Darrow mm-hmm. after all that time. In drama. Metamorphical change, yes. <laughs> because, like, I mean, we all cried. And yes. it's just such a, like, you don't expect diana to recognize darrow or to question what he's doing like i was shocked i mean i was shocked by the amount she was skeptical of the potential success of the rising Uh and questioning whether or not it was worth darrow's time and um estrangement from his family and also revealing how she blamed eo for forcing Darrow to fight her what she believed were Eos battles. So I thought that was really interesting perspective, kind of devil's advocacy on the whole rising process. But cool it really to see was. that she yeah. ultimately supported him regardless. Just because A of how much love. yeah, like Eo's been deified at that point. Uh-huh. Uh is Eo deified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just seeing that different perspective on it and it ringing true at the same time is very interesting. Okay, well, since y'all have gone with your wild cards, I'm going to be a little sharky here and steal one of the best comedy moments again. I'm going wow. heavy on comedy. So for my wild card, I'm going with Severo 
speaking about ways to torture. And <laughs> he says, I'm gold, bitch. What'd you think? What'd you expect? More milk and cookies just because I'm pocket sized? <laughs> I love how he's like, give me, you know, like a wrench and 17 minutes. Yes. And I'll have an like, answer for you. Like, Jesus. <laughs> it says like three different things. This kind of gives us a peek into like Dark Age Severo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This guy is him becoming depraved. totally black off. <laughs> and it's a little flirty flirty. It's flirty. It's kind of like the mean flirtatious. I love yeah, I yeah. love Victor and Severo when when they're being mean to each other. Well, Severo's being mean to Victor and she's like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that makes it more like awesome when they start like sneaking off to other like, oh, that tension was something more. Right. Okay. So round six, I'm going to start off with most impactful death. And I'm going to say Lorne. This one was a tough one for everyone. One of the historically most favorite golds, you know, for every gold. Mm -hmm. This also kind of cuts this question off where most of us are like, no, he wouldn't have stuck with Darrow if he was a red, but we never give him a chance to make that call himself because he dies before he, he learns that. That is true. And also just having an old man get cut down while his like granddaughter is getting head smashed and he can't, he's like grabbing the razors with his hand, like losing fingers. Especially since it's Lilith and, and the jackal that do it. Yeah, it's, it's so just, dirty. Yeah, it's like he deserves so much And then the way that. they like uh, mock him as he's dying. Yeah, it's it's a uh, really uh gross. Yeah, it just death. puts a, puts a bad taste in your mouth. It makes the baddies even worse. It also just feels like the end of an era because that entire like yeah. epoch is defined by Lawrence like mastery in razorship. Right, yeah. and and now you're never gonna have a Lauren taught razor master. You know, yeah, and. I feel like the vibe of the book changed once Lauren came to support Darrow. Like, mm -hmm. it kind of felt like we had a shield for once. And losing him, it's like, oh, really? There's nothing protecting Darrow yeah. and everyone from death. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Right. He's very exposed, especially at that moment, obviously. And then he's in the hands of the villains. It's not it's a great just, time. It's tough. I'm going, like, heavy on the triumph on accident. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's on an important purpose. part of the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important part of the book. Uh, Heather's turn. Heather's turn for okay. round six. So it's you got two more picks. Okay, I'm gonna go with comedy, and I'm sure there are a lot funnier moments in the book. I really just need to reread it. Um, but I really enjoyed uh, like the allusions to Roke and Tactus's relationship in the <laughs> nice. during the gala when yeah. like Tactus is flaunting <laughs> his presence around and he's just like, "Where's Roke?" And it's like, uh -huh. "Why do you care?" And he's yeah. like, "I don't, I don't care." Like, I just think that's peak. It's really funny, but wish we got to see that development. I also right. like. I know that's one of the things we miss out on is that relationship yeah. developing a little bit more or even yeah. really knowing fully what it was right just having clues good one i like that one and we love a good rib always some, some buddy ribbing by darrow or is it darrow who says 
if you need him so much. I think it it's is Darrow. Darrow. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. Darrow. Yeah. He's trying to be He's like trying to make sure he doesn't go see yeah. that yeah. Rogue has he been him. pricked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna take. I have the final pick of round six. Right? Round six, okay. right? And then you start off round seven. seven. Okay. So I'm gonna take my shifting sands, changing tides. <laughs> character swing character shifting moment and this one i want like darrow he's found out that eo is pregnant and this is the moment where he's at the gala and thinking that he's going to just set off this bomb and kill everybody and he's like super tortured and then he has that conversation with Carnus, which is kind of weird that he got his moment of epiphany from a Carnus conversation uh, he goes outside. He like looks around. He's ready to. He's out on the balcony. Exploded. And he's like, "Nah, this is not who I am." And then he goes back and he solves all his problems. And it's just like, "Hell yeah, Darrow! Yeah, that's exactly like Hell you're yeah. so you're much your own shit." <laughs> yes, you're so much better than, you know, suicide bombing and and Harmony had just poisoned him so much at that point and right. taken advantage of his, uh, you know, moment of weakness after hearing about EO and. Um, she yeah, took, took advantage of his pain in that moment he's he when he reflects he's like this isn't eo's dream right yes exactly it's not terrorism and so yeah i love that he he goes through all that we see how much empathy he has for people like roke and like how much he cares about his friends and just like how much it tears him up to be like how alone he is and how he doesn't have anybody he can talk to about anything or about the truth and so this also kind of plays in later to darrow and severo and just kind of their situation where they tell each other uh that they know that severo knows so like the catharsis of that moment is all kind of set up here where darrow decides to not be a terrorist so that's why i'm gonna take that moment nice Knots for Darrow. What a great decision. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we have books because he didn't blow himself up. <laughs> and then for my seven, final ding, ding. pick, I'm going to take Most Impactful Death, and I'm going to take Quinn. Ooh. The reason I'm taking Quinn That's is good. because this, as per Roke, is when he lost Darrow as a friend or when he when daryl lost roke as a friend i mean yeah we find out in um iron gold which is find out in morning star morning star yeah. when did i lose you yeah and th- it was at this moment and so we get kind of the creation of the poet of D- demos coming out of this quinn death and uh obviously it also has a major impact on severo too um he was in love with her as well and so um and then it just like shows you how terrible the jackal is that he's like he's like yeah he's sticking bone fragments her, into her brain and we, stuff yeah what a dickhead and so yeah that's why i'm taking that one i think it is a hugely underrated kind of impactful death because of how much effect it has on roke and then darrow and roke's relationship do we think quinn would have gone roke's way or would she have followed the rising I think, I think she would have followed the rising. Yeah. Don't think, you guys think? Yeah. I think they talk about that, that Quinn would have been down, but I'm not sure if that's actually in, like, in the, the book trust or not. chapter. Yeah. When, yeah. when 
Quinn, I mean, when Severo, like, elucidates who he thinks would support who. Yeah. He was right with everyone, so. Right. Good point. Man, if only we kept Quinn around. I know, she was cool. We didn't get enough. Maybe we wouldn't have had a triumph. (laughs) Okay, Heather, final pick. Okay, I'm going to go off of that discussion about Roke and um, pick him as my shifting sands, Mm. changing tides (laughs) moment. This has been my, that's my favorite made up category <laughs> <laughs> that we've done yet. It's very visual. Yes. Um, just because, like, we start out thinking he's our OG homie, like, yeah. home is where the heart is, you know? <laughs> Giving him this beautiful speech, like, I know you need your alone time, Daryl, just such a supportive friend. <laughs> We love to see it because sometimes, you know, you do, you just need to root by yourself, obviously. Right. Especially if you've just lost like hundreds of thousands of lives (laughs) in the instant, I mean, Mm -hmm. in uh, the academy. Right. But then he's just such a player for the rest of the book, Mm. especially after Quinn's death. And, and he just ends up killing everybody and killing himself in the next book. So I think, it's pretty obvious that he drastically changes his position and mm-hmm. friendships and really makes poor decisions and sides with questionable people because he doesn't enjoy the death that surrounds Darrow. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have sympathy for him with Quinn and everyone dying, but at the same time, like, there's there's another option. And, and just, like, if he's really tracing the roots back to who is responsible like Mm -hmm. it should be pretty obvious it doesn't take that many steps to find the gold society and the jackal and nero at the root of the deaths that have most impacted him Mm -hmm. so agreed i like what you said about how that first part with him being a really good friend to darrow kind of sets up Mm -hmm. all the kind of sneaky shit he does later on and how bad of a friend he is by the end of it. Uh, and that character shift over that over the period of the book. It's like, dude, you're talking about how great you are or whatever. And you think Gold Society is so great. But you're teaming up with the Jackal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Clearly <laughs> like the a, worst of all the gold. Crazy, psycho, depraved human being. Yes. Okay, Cannibal. so let's take a look at ourselves here first, Roke. Come on, Roke. Or yeah. as, uh... and especially since you feel bad for him for the majority <laughs> know, of the book because you're like, Darrow, why can't you yeah. just fucking communicate? Like, yeah. it's not hard. You have all the thoughts. Like... <laughs> yes. Yes, that was also frustrating. And I think that came out in our Gold Sun reread, I remember. Like, we were, like, frustrated with Darrow, like, not communicating well with Roke and we're like we kind of we do understand this but you're so you get so mad at Roke by the end of it he's a disappointment he is he's disappointing Roke I'm very disappointed in you it's like when you're having a conversation about politics with like your grandparent (laughs) at the end you're just left feeling dead inside (laughs) exactly yes yeah, that's Roke. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess we're not on the same page. Right. <laughs> or ever. And like, I want to like you, but. Yeah. Mm. Okay, round seven. Me, last pick. What do you uh, have left? I action have sequence? Action left. 
and this is tough because there's a couple good moments yeah, that we haven't ones, we haven't talked about yet. But I'm gonna go um, with Lauren Citadel on Europa, mm. and mm-hmm. I think uh, there's a bunch of cool little moments that happen. Like first of all, we're seeing a whole new place, a whole new scenery, mm-hmm. and then we have like the big greenhouse with the Griffin. And then the howlers coming up out of the sea. Yeah, that's really cool. And then we have Darrow sprinkling the little seed bombs and mm-hmm. um, that whole action sequence, including they're like, oh, no, the grandchildren in the house. We like jump through the pulse bubble to hear, you know, or to smell the blood or whatever. Right. And then we end with Tactus dying, <laughs> tying it into my uh, shifting sands, buddy. Yeah. Anytime we can work a griffin into an action sequence. I love it. And I love that Lauren, this is where he shows that, like, you know, all his sons are dead. He's like, I don't want to lose Darrow, too. He's like, just get on the bird and fly away. Yeah, there's some deep uh, conversations going on there, too. I I like this pick alone just for the the imagery of the howlers coming out of the sea and landing. That's awesome. Yeah, it really encapsulates the... (laughs) Turning tides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this plays into the, Europa. The sands the waves, are shifting. The, the tides are the ra- The waves are changing. But this was convection currents are flowing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do a, a total recap. Okay. Um, Ben, you want to go first? Yes, I was the first pick, so I'll do mine first. Okay. Also, I have the best team, so... Okay, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see <laughs> sure. about that. <laughs> All right, my first pick was my twist. It was Darrow as the student of Lorna Arcos. My uh, next pick was action sequence. I took Iron Brain, and then I took Drama, and that was Darrow's speech declaring the Iron Rain. Then I took um, Wild Card, and that's... Darrow and Mustang and Ragnar in the mines after Darrow has revealed that he's a red. Ragnar stands by his friend. Love you, Ragnar. Comedy moment, I took uh, Antonia is Chlamydia. Most impactful death, I took Quinn. And then our Shifting Sands character moment uh, was Darrow deciding to not be a terrorist and living for more. Live for more, Darrow. Live for more. <laughs> hey, Ben, it's not it's not bad. It's a pretty good lineup. That's yeah. pretty good. I'm not saying it's the thanks best, but... Pierce. Yeah, thanks to Pierce, <laughs> you have a great lineup. Let's not forget who wrote all these moments. Okay, um, Heather, let's hear okay. it. Okay, so my first pick was Fitchner as Aries for twist category. Um, for drama, um, Darrow forcing Octavia to expose her plans to Mustang. So the Oracle scene. Mm-hmm. Um, for the action sequence, infiltration of the Vanguard. Most impactful death, Cassius's family. Then I did wild card, Diana, recognizing and challenging Darrow's beliefs. For comedy, I did um, Darrow and Tactus's riff over potential relationship with Roke. And then um, for Shifting Sands, I did Roke as a human. Mm. <laughs> as a human. 
is he human? <laughs> no. Dang, those are some pretty good moments too. Oh wow! Is there doubt in your voice, there, Ben? I'm a little worried that I took like the worst of the three twists <laughs> when I had the first pick. <laughs> It's a good one. Okay, so I went with comedy, uh, Fitchner, Pulse Fisting Jackal, you're creepy. And then for my wild card, I also did comedy. Um, what'd you expect? Warm milk and cookies, just because I'm pocket sized. A couple of Barka moments there. Mm, Daddy and son. Wow, yeah. A little synergy. Yes. Uh action, I did uh Lauren Citadel on Europa, Howler's coming out the sea mm-hmm. drama was the gala gala classic the whole thing uh twist darrow's triumph not so happy ending <laughs> <laughs> uh most impactful death i did lorne and guest category shifting sands and tides and characters i did <laughs> tactus the shiftiest motherfucker out there yeah, yeah that's wow. true i think we all did a really good job is we that your way fun. of saying that you're scared you're going to lose? Yes. We all had fun. We all had yeah. fun. It's a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to remember how good of a book Golden Sun is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not middle school. We don't just pass through it. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we enjoy it. We'll enjoy in it forever. It's yes. good yes. stuff. In retrospect. Yeah. yeah, just don't read the last 25 pages or whatever. And you're, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Except then we're left in limbo about <laughs> Mustang, which That's isn't true. great either. That's true. It's great. The drama. Yeah. The drama. Okay. And so what we'll be doing is posting each one of our sets of moments on our Instagram account. Uh, we'll have a post and then the voting will actually be in the Instagram story. You can go on there. We'll have every a recap of everybody's list, and then you can vote for your winner, which is obviously me. Obviously me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all winners here. It's a triumvirate of winners. Based on how our first draft went, there may be a guest advantage to the maybe, to the book draft. Maybe. Uh, that guest just had a better lineup than you. Clearly, that's not what happened. Maybe you trying to cheat, <laughs> you rigging the voting didn't go in your favor. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. I plead the fifth. Aaron, you know what it's time for? What are we into this week? I'll go first. You go first. Okay. I'm into an app. Since getting my house, I have begun buying plants as you do i think a lot of people bought a lot of plants during the pandemic you know trying to bring some oxygen into our homes Mm -hmm. while we're inside all the time so i've uh, been purchasing all these plants and i've been having trouble not killing them all so i i bit the bullet and i purchased an app it's called planta and it reminds me um when to water, when to mist. It tells me it wants like photo updates. If there's a problem with my oh wow plant, I can take a photo of it. And there's like a plant, a doctor who's like, you need more humidity. That's why your fronds are turning brown. That's really cool. Do you have it to pay for cool. this? That's so fantastic. Um, the free version doesn't have all of the features, yeah. but um, it does 
give you like the watering schedule. Okay. So there is a free version. I went ahead and paid thirty dollars for all a the month? features. A year or for what? a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for a year. <laughs> I was like, that's expensive. I'm rich. No, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, for a year, but it's really worth it seeing as how I'm like spending so much on these plants that I was killing. So it's called Planta. It, it uh, also can tell you for your outdoor plants, it'll be like, it's a really hot day. Maybe water your outdoor plants. Huh. So if you love plants and you're not a good plant mom yeah. or dad like me, then consider getting an app. There's plenty of other apps too, but I really like the platform for Planta. That's a good idea. Okay, who who's knows what they're into? I do. Okay, oh, Heather. Of plants, my mother yeah. really likes to thrift fake plants. Okay, like she tries to find the <laughs> most realistic looking fake yeah. plants, and so nice. that's how she goes about navigating that. <laughs> that's smart. Really interesting. Much easier it's to take care of. Not one of my favorite ones. things yeah. because I. <laughs> I like that. Would rather not have fake plastic in our house but that's her her vibe um but i'm into remy wolf's new album um nice it's super lit it's really good to listen to when you're trying to study which i'm not thriving at currently (laughs) so i need all the support i can get um but it's a great album i highly recommend listening to it and if you haven't listened to little nasa's new album need to get on that because that okay. entire album is epic so remy wolf and Lil nas x al- new album yes. i have to look yes. up remy wolf okay. okay yeah i always i need new music so thank you i'll check those both out yeah that's i only great. know the call me when you want call me when you need yes. <laughs> with, the, with the hip swirls <laughs> i wish you guys could see aaron dancing right now. i don't look as sexy as Lil nas x but that's fine I don't have I the, the right his, pants. The, his body suits complete the look, you know? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I also don't have a six-pack, so. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. Yeah, maybe one day. Okay, Ben, what you into? Um, okay, so it's still, it's late October when we're recording this, so I still kind of spooky season, right? It is spooky season. Um. So I started watching a show on Netflix called Midnight Mass. I watched the first episode of it. Is it scary? And it's definitely got some creepy vibes, very Stephen King-like. It's basically about like a New England island, small island community. And That's scary in uh, and of itself. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a kind of a dying community or whatever. But uh, they have a new priest come into town, and then some weird stuff starts happening. Is he murdery or is he rapey? I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> He's seem one or the other. I, can, I don't think he seems. He doesn't <laughs> seem. It's more like spooky. It's not more. It's not like uh, violence. Oh, yeah. It's more like interesting. Weird, spooky stuff starts happening. Like so maybe I guess he eats people. There was. There's a lot of stray cats on the island. I don't want to like give away. Okay. Anything, you know. but so I won't say yeah. anything else. But. Priests and straight so, cats. Some weird spooky. stuff starts happening once this priest shows up. There's already some weird stuff going on with the uh, people on the island. So they all have kind of fraught relationships with Is each other. Is it kind of like a leftovers vibe? Like creepy in that way? No. Did you watch the. Is it called The House on Haunted Hill or something like that on Netflix? Uh, Hill House. 
something. The Haunting like of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House. It's from the same guy, and it has similar See, vibes. See, that to me was very scary. The first episode of this was not like okay. super scary, but there's definitely like I couldn't even finish Haunting of there's Hill definitely, House. There's definitely they're like setting <laughs> weird stuff up. So it looks like it's it's good, and like I grew up Catholic, and so the priest is Catholic, and there's a lot of so if you did that, you'll you'll notice like a lot of stuff. They're just kind of the, hum, the homily. Yeah. Hum, how many homily? There's some weird <laughs> stuff going on there. So. I did not grow up Catholic. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> homily. Homily. Yeah. <laughs> homily. We roll along. Okay, howlers. <laughs> First of all, don't forget to vote for your favorite draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, you hear this episode, the picks will be up on the story for a limited time. So make sure you jump right in. And vote for either me or Heather. Obviously. <laughs> if you respect great choices. sexism, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Ben. Oh, wow. Can't, can't vote for Ben. <laughs> no, no. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Still pleading the fifth, I see. And Howlers. I can't say you guys are wrong. So. You're right. We're right. <laughs> Also, Heather is going through midterms, so maybe throw her yeah, a, throw her a vote. A Not win. for pity, yeah. but for having such great picks while I having a like fried bre- brain. Three hours on one part of one math problem today. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Sometimes it's you just need to walk away, and sometimes you do, but I will never return if I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Fuck math. Yeah. yeah. I'm really glad I don't have to do math anymore. <laughs> Okay, Howlers, don't forget to follow us. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Uh, email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail. Tell us why uh, our picks are so great or your own picks on 1-800-516-1540. Find links to all this at howlerpod.com. Tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, spread the word about the books. Heather has recruited many of her friends. And tell us uh, again what your friend said about Ephraim. She she's like, when do you think Ephraim will return in book six? <laughs> I'm calling out Eleanor. I, she's probably going to listen to this. Nice. But, um, yeah, she really there's so much optimism in her heart. I appreciate, and I appreciate that. We appreciate her. We need, we need some optimism <laughs> in the world. We all hope Ephraim returns i wouldn't even be <laughs> mad about how unlikely and like yeah ridiculous it would be my ass. Okay. i do not care yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> back. he can he can be embodied in a robot yeah or like maybe like a head in a jar yeah. or something like that sure. quick silver in on it <laughs> yeah yes. maybe See? he can be like the mo- intelligent mind behind oculus there we go now. we solved this problem yeah, I love it. <laughs> Ephraim, Ephraim as a robot would be pretty nihilistic. Yeah, honestly, probably just <laughs> the depths of sad boy hours. Yeah. Yes. All right. Also, rate and review us five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only, then just like Octavia, we will kill your whole family. Wow. <laughs> Tough. All right. Thanks, Howlers. Omnisphere lupus. Oh. Oh.